Welcome to the Danny Picard Show, Wednesday, December 23rd. 2015, as always, broadcasting from the Beantown Athletics Studio in Dorchester, Massachusetts. Beantown Athletics, the only union screen printer in Boston. Go to beantownathletics.com right now. That's beantownathletics.com or give them a call at 617-282-4181. That's 617-282-4181. Also, Beantown Athletics is home of the best skate shopping in New England. So grab your skates, swing by the shop on Granite Ave in Dorchester. There is plenty of parking out back, and make sure you tell them I sent you. And once again, the website is beantownathletics.com. This is the last show of the week of Christmas week. I'll be back on Monday, uh, so I'm going to preview all of Week 16 in the NFL, which begins tomorrow night. And I will give you my picks for Week 16. Five games with the spread. I usually do it on Fridays, as you know. But because this is the last show of the week, we'll do it today. Uh, You know it is Christmas week, and Christmas is right around the corner, just a couple days away, when Beantown Athletics uh, has people in here nonstop buying stuff today. So make sure you get down to Beantown Athletics uh, in the next day or two uh, to finish your Christmas shopping, your holiday shopping, and I will wrap up the holiday week right here today, right now. But before I do that, and this is probably going to be a shorter show than usual, only because there's some other stuff going on. Um, I had to write a couple columns today for the Boston Metro. I'm a little bit behind anyways because I spent my second straight night at the TD Garden last night. Went to the Bruins game. We had a suite the night before. I told you on yesterday's podcast, uh, two nights ago, I was sitting courtside for the Boston Celtics game. So, uh, I know. It's, it's, look, it's, a, it's not a bad thing. It's just sometimes when you go see these games back-to-back nights, uh, it, it sets you back a little bit only because I had other work I needed to do. Again, I have a column for the Boston Metro, but I'm all, I had to write multiple columns. Uh, I wrote one on Dwight Howard, so you might want to check that out. And I also wrote one on, it, it's a 2016 prediction special. Like I give predictions, look into the crystal ball type of, of column type of story. So make sure you check that out in the Boston Metro this week and next. But here we are recording the final podcast of the week. And uh, again, apologize if this show today is a little bit shorter than usual. You know, we like to do an hour every single weekday, but uh, I, I don't know that today's show is going to be, it can't be that long. So I have to I have to get a move on and, and do some other things here. But I need to bring you this show and I need to give you my week 16 preview and I need to give you my picks I'll do that in just a second, but the big story of the day, we all, it is football related, but we all have our eyes on the Odell Beckham Jr. suspension appeal. We're not paying as much attention to this as we were deflategate, but it's a big appeal because it's a big deal for the Giants. Odell Beckham Jr. has been suspended one game, and I think, you know, I I think he's getting off easy. I, I think he should be suspended for the rest of the season for what he did in that game against the Panthers on Sunday. Tom Coughlin today, he was livid. He said there should be no suspension. You know, he pointed the finger at Josh Norman. The news on Josh Norman, cornerback for the Panthers, he's he got fined today. So he's not receiving a suspension. He's just receiving a fine. 
But I'm okay with that. Odell Beckham Jr., the play which he ran back and lunged into Norman, helmet first, head first, basically with all the intents in the world to injure him and hurt him badly. You, that can't happen. you got to be suspended, and I think it should be more than a one-game suspension. But they only gave him one game. There were tweets that were going around earlier today that said the suspension was overturned and that Odell Beckham Jr. is going to play on Sunday night in Minnesota in a must-win game for the Giants, who are still alive in their divisional race. But I don't know how serious those tweets were. Now, by the time you listen to this podcast, the, the, the result of the appeal what they decide, you might already know that. So, but, but keep in mind, at, at the time that I'm recording this show, we don't know. I believe the appeal just wrapped up, and I don't know how much time they're going to take. I don't know if some of the things you're reading on Twitter that says it was overturned is actually true. I, I don't know what to believe. Here's what I know, is that he received a one-game suspension, and the appeal was today. And here's what I think should happen. I think they should say, Odell Beckham Jr., We are not going to overturn this. You are lucky that we are not suspending you for the rest of the season. Because if you go into Minnesota Sunday and you win and the Redskins go to Philly and they lose, well, you know, you should be lucky that you'll be able to play in week 17. That's what I think the NFL should say. But that would make sense. And as we know, when it comes to suspensions... Uh, the NFL and even the original appeals, the NFL doesn't make, make much sense. And we just saw that with uh, the Deflategate bullshit that's gone on the last 12 months and is not over, by the way, because the NFL has to get their appeal heard, what, in March, the first week of March? So uh, uh, common sense would be they say to o- Odell Beckham Jr. in this appeal, hey, Odell, y- you're lucking out here. You're, you're getting lucky. Like, like we are... We are basically going easy on you. And you're going to appeal this? We're going to keep it at one game. That would make sense. And, but as we know, the NFL doesn't make much sense when it comes to this type of stuff. So maybe they will overturn it. We'll see. The Giants need them. I know that. Because if it wasn't for Odell Beckham Jr. on Sunday in Carolina, they would have never came back and tied that game at 35. They would have never had a shot to win. Now, they didn't get the win. They lost. So here are the Giants at 6-8. and eight. And that, you know, they, that could be the difference. You know, they could. Now, obviously, the Giants need some help. They need help from Philly. They need Philly to beat Washington. And the Giants then play Philly in week 17. So you got to keep an eye on that division. It still is interesting. Um, but, you know, for the Giants to, to do their own pot and win their game, they need Odell Beckham Jr., They need Odell Beckham Jr. Sunday night in Minnesota because they will be playing a Minnesota Vikings team that can clinch a playoff berth with a win, with an Atlanta loss, or a Seattle win. And Atlanta is playing Carolina. So Minnesota, um, they're going to clinch a playoff spot probably because I think Carolina is going to beat Atlanta. So that, that would clinch Minnesota a playoff spot. So it's not necessarily a must-win game for the Vikings, but if you are the Vikings, you know, I would think, and and look, they're going to know. I mean, they're going to know that Carolina-Atlanta plays at 1 o'clock. 
Uh, but still, I mean, you still have a shot with Green Bay at 10-4, and, and you play Green Bay in Week 17, you know, depending on what happens in the Arizona-Green Bay game, Minnesota's still going to have a shot to do to do some of their own damage. To, to, to You want to win that game. You, bottom, that's the bottom line. That, that's my point. Sunday Night Football, Minnesota's coming out to try to win, regardless of the other situations uh, that are going on in the NFL. So it's not, my point is that it's not going to be an easy game for the Giants. Not, not at all. So they're going to need Odell Beckham Jr. We'll keep an eye on that story. But let's get to the entire preview for Week 16, and then I'll close it out with my picks. Week 16 begins Christmas Eve tomorrow night. The Chargers are in Oakland. You know, look, I'll go over the playoff picture in just a second, but the the games that I spend most time on right now in this Week 16 preview are going to be the games that matter. San Diego, Oakland, both of these two teams are out of it. San Diego's at 4-10, and 10, Oakland's at 6-8. and eight. Uh, They're both mathematically eliminated from any type of playoff spot. So how much time do you really want to spend on it? Oakland's a six-point favorite. They should be able to beat San Diego at home. But again, even if they do, it won't mean anything. So let's move on. We got another Thursday night football, Saturday night edition. On Saturday night, the night after Christmas, this is basically a playoff game. The Redskins in Philly against the Eagles. The Eagles are a three-point favorite in this one. Um, the Redskins at 7-7. Seven and seven. They can clinch the division win it with a win or a tie and a Giants loss. I don't like to look at the ties when it comes to the playoff picture, so I'm going to throw that one out uh, for, for the time being. Bottom line is this. If the Redskins go to Philly and take care of business, which I think they can do, I really do think they can do this. I think they can go into Philly and win. It is, what, what is it? The Yeah, the Saturday night game, night after Christmas, Eagles hosting the Redskins. I just, you watch the Eagles play. They just got whooped by the Cardinals. Um, I have not liked the Eagles all year long. And the Redskins have been playing some inspired football. Their quarterback is someone that I think fantasy owners right now have to take serious. I mean, if you play daily fantasy sports, Kirk Cousins, it's not laughable to take him as your quarterback anymore. It's not. So you look at what Washington's been able to do. They've been able what here's what has impressed me about the Redskins. They have recently, uh, down the stretch here, they have at seven and seven, they have won the games that they should win, right? And those two games were the Bears and the Bills. Now, that's what they were able to do. They beat the teams that you should beat. They should be able to beat Philly in Philly on Saturday night. Um, and if the Redskins win. They clinched the division, and that's it for the Eagles. That's it for the Giants. So, you know, Washington, Philly. Look, if Philly can win this game, though, the Giants are still alive. And if that happens, I just told you, the Giants obviously need Odell Beckham Jr. But if the Redskins win on Saturday night, that's it. They're in. Then you go to Sunday. Chicago at Tampa Bay. What does this game mean for anybody? It doesn't mean shit. Chicago's out. Tampa Bay is out. Uh, the Bears are a three-point dog. I think Tampa Bay should be able to win, but again, has no no meaning on the playoff picture. So we'll move on. Carolina in Atlanta. Carolina, a seven-point favorite. Here's what the Panthers can do with a win. With a win, 
They can clinch home field advantage throughout the playoffs, which means they clinch the one seed in the NFC. Carolina's undefeated at 14-0. They've already clinched their division. They did that in Week 13. They clinched a first-round bye in Week 14. They beat the Giants last week. And this week, what they can do Sunday at 1 in Atlanta is if they win, they can clinch the one seed and home field advantage throughout the NFC. And then they play Tampa Bay in Week 17. So... Basically, and they're at home for that game, basically, you clinch an undefeated regular season, don't you? Unless you get into this conversation of who's Carolina going to sit if they get to that point in Week 17. I don't think they should sit anybody. You know how I feel, especially if you get in the first round bye. You should be wanting to go into the playoffs on a roll, clicking, okay? You should want to play. I think you want to play your starters at least the first half of that Week 17 game. Um, but, but, look, Carolina... They're going to still be motivated. You know, they win. They get the one seed against Atlanta this weekend, and that's going to be crucial for them. I mean, they're going to win this game. They're going to beat Atlanta in Atlanta. There's no question about it. They just whooped Atlanta. They just shut Atlanta out, didn't they, a couple weeks ago? Uh, yeah, they did. So it's Carolina's going to go into Atlanta and win this one. Carolina's a seven-point favorite. And some of these games are part of my picks. And I'll, I'll give those in a few minutes, officially. I only give you five games with the spread. Um, when I go over these games, I take them in a straight-up fashion, which is who's going to win head-to-head? Carolina will beat Atlanta. Then you got Dallas in Buffalo. What does this game mean? This game does not mean anything. Both teams are eliminated. Dallas is a six-point dog in this one. Then you got San Francisco at Detroit. That game doesn't mean anything either. San Francisco's a nine-and-a-half-point dog in Detroit. Cleveland in Kansas City. Kansas City's a 12-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, Kansas City is the five-seed in the AFC. They can clinch a playoff berth with a win and a Jets loss or a win and a Pittsburgh loss. Pittsburgh is in Baltimore. Pittsburgh's not going to lose that game. The Jets are at home against the Patriots. So if Kansas City wins... I think the Jets are going to lose to the Patriots, so Kansas City could clinch a playoff spot. Kansas City, their last two games, they have a 9-5 and record. Their last two games are against Cleveland and against Oakland, both in Kansas City. Kansas City's going to the playoffs. They haven't officially clinched. They can with a win and either a Pittsburgh loss or a Jets loss, but Kansas City at some point in the next two weeks will clinch a playoff spot officially. So Kansas City, they should beat Cleveland at home on Sunday at one. Then you got Indy in Miami. Uh, this game obviously means something to the Indianapolis Colts because they have been, with their loss to Houston last week, Indy's been bounced out of the playoff picture for the time being at six and eight. Uh, the Houston Texans can clinch the division with, look, bottom line is this, Indy needed to win, I think Indy needed to win that game Last week. And and right now, Houston, they control their own destiny. They're in the driver's seat. They have one more win than Indy. Uh, they just beat them last week. Houston is in the driver's seat. The Texans, they are in Tennessee. Houston should be able to win that game. And Indianapolis, they're at Miami. Then they play Tennessee. Uh, the bottom line is this. Indy dropped the ball last week. So they go to Miami. We'll see what they can do. But really, you keep an eye on Houston. Uh, Houston will have to keep Indy 
alive somehow if Indy wants a shot. Then you got the Patriots in New York against the Jets. Patriots three and a half point favorite. I told you the Patriots are going to win this one. Uh, And you look at what's up for grabs for the Pats. Well, uh, they have already clinched the division. They did that in week 14. The Patriots clinched the first round by last week. And this week, the Patriots can... They can clinch the number one seed in the AFC, home field advantage throughout the playoffs in the AFC, with a win or a tie and a Cincinnati loss. And forget the tie, again. With a win. Patriots, they go into New York, they beat the Jets, they clinch, the first, they clinch a, not just the first round by, they did that last week, they can clinch the number one seed in the AFC, and I do think the Patriots will do that. Then you have the Steelers going into Baltimore. The Steelers are a 10.5-point favorite. Baltimore is one of the worst teams in the league. They have one of the worst defenses in the league. Pittsburgh, this is actually a rematch from earlier in the season. Baltimore beat Pittsburgh in overtime. Remember, this was the Josh Scobie game. Ben Roethlisberger did not play. Michael Vick was the quarterback for the Steelers at the time with Big Ben Hurt. Josh Scobie missed two field goals in the final two minutes of the game. And then in overtime, Pittsburgh's play calling was some of the worst play calling you've ever seen in your life. I can remember going nuts the next day about it on this show. And uh, Baltimore won it in OT. Days later, Pittsburgh released their kicker, Josh Scobie. That was the Josh Scobie game. Big Ben didn't play. Things are different this time around. Pittsburgh looks like one of the more dominant teams in football. They can clinch a playoff berth with a win and a Jets loss. I told you I think the Jets are going to lose. And if that happens and Pittsburgh wins, they clinch a playoff spot. And I do think that's how it is going to play out because Pittsburgh will win in Baltimore on Sunday at 1 o'clock. Then 425, you got Green Bay. In Arizona, the Packers are a four-and-a-half-point underdog in this one. Here's what's at stake. Arizona at home. They clinched the playoff berth in Week 14. They clinched the division in Week 15 last week. Arizona Cardinals can clinch a first-round bye with a win. So at home against Green Bay, Arizona's motivated here to clinch it with a win. I think they should be able to do it. Uh, Green Bay, they already clinched the playoff spot last week. Green Bay can clinch the division with a win and a Minnesota loss. So Minnesota, I told you, Sunday night, they're playing the New York Giants. They're hosting the New York Giants. If Green Bay can somehow go into Arizona and beat Arizona, then Green Bay will clinch the division if Minnesota then loses on Sunday night football. So that is a playoff game, basically, for both of those teams as well. Uh, But I do think that Arizona, what do they want, eight straight games, the Arizona Cardinals? Yeah, eight straight games for Arizona. I think the Cardinals should be able to make it nine, knowing that if they win, they know what's at stake. If they win, they can clinch a first-round bye. And that is a big, important prize, something that you absolutely want to go out and take advantage of and and capture if you have a chance. And Arizona will have a chance to do that on Sunday. Another game here, Jacksonville in New Orleans. Both of those teams, I mean, Jacksonville at 5-9, and nine, they're not technically eliminated 
because of how bad their division is. But, I mean, realistically, Jacksonville's not getting in. So, who really cares about what happens in this Jacksonville-New Orleans game? Uh, then you got St. Louis in Seattle. The Seahawks are a 13.5-point favorite. The Seattle Seahawks, they already clinched a playoff berth last week. They're not going to win their division. Uh, Arizona has already clinched that. Seattle is not. So they're not getting a first round by either. Seattle, you know, really you want to win so that you don't drop down to the sixth seed. Because who would you rather play in the first round? Green Bay or Minnesota or Washington? And if you're in that five seed, you're going to be going to Washington. I, if I'm Seattle, I'd rather play the Redskins in the first round. So Seattle still wants to try and win, and they should be able to do that at home against the St. Louis Rams team that is 6-8 and eight and is down and out of the playoff race. And then, of course, Sunday Night Football, Giants, Vikings, I told you. It all depends on what's going to happen with this Odell Beckham Jr. situation uh, Giants, I think with Odell Beckham Jr., I think they got a shot to win this game. But Minnesota, I, I need to know how banged up Adrian Peterson is. He left last week's game with a sprained ankle. We'll see. But Minnesota, I think they're getting into the playoffs. And I already told her what, what can happen, what their situation is. They can clinch a playoff berth with a win. They might already have clinched one with an Atlanta loss earlier in the day or a Seattle win earlier in the day. Uh, but but even so, you know, Minnesota still, you know, you don't want to move up maybe to that five seed again. You'd rather be going to Washington than Green Bay. And you know what? Minnesota's still battling for the division as well. And they play Green Bay in week 17. But you got to if they see if they still have a shot because Green Bay can clinch the division, as I mentioned, um, if they win a Minnesota lose. But it is. That scenario is sort of crazy in the NFC, but the bottom line is this. If you're Minnesota, you're still trying to win regardless. That's my point. And you know what? If I if you want me to pick a team to win that game, I'm going to pick the Vikings. I'll pick the Vikings to beat the Giants, even if Odell Beckham Jr. does play. And then the Monday night game, Cincinnati in Denver. The Cincinnati Bengals, they've clinched a playoff spot last week. They can clinch the division with a win, or a Pittsburgh loss. Pittsburgh's not going to lose. So Cincinnati, though, if they win, they can clinch their division. They can also, if they win, clinch a first-round bye. So a couple things here at stake for Cincinnati. Now, Denver, here's what's going on with them. They can clinch their division with a win and a Kansas City loss. Uh, I don't think Kansas City's going to lose, though. So I don't know that they're going to clinch the division. Denver can clinch a playoff berth with a win and a Jets loss. With a win and a Pittsburgh loss, I don't think Pittsburgh's going to lose, but I think the Jets are going to lose. So if Denver wins, they can clinch a playoff spot, at least. I don't think they're going to clinch the division because I don't think Kansas City's going to lose, but Denver could uh, clinch a playoff spot if they win this game. The question is, do you think they're going to win? I think they're going to because it's in Denver. If this game was in Cincinnati, maybe I would be leaning the other way, but I do know this. I like Denver's defense still, and A.J. McCarron, Look, he has not looked bad, and I think he's actually thrown some balls that I've been very impressed with uh, since he's come in for Andy Dalton. But I think that maybe Denver's defense will make him pay for a couple mistakes. And uh, I do think because also this game is in Denver, the Broncos are going to win. So there's my preview for Week 16. I got to get my picks, as I do usually on Friday. I know I'm sort of rushing around here to, to, to record this podcast. But um, 
I got to close it out with my picks because that's what I do on the last show of every week. Now, these spreads could change here in the next couple days because I usually wait till Friday to do this, but I have my picks right here. So, why not? Week 16, picks, picks, five games with the spread. I went 4-1 and one last week. I went 5-0 and oh the week before that, which means I am 9-1 and one in my last two weeks. So, hey. Got to ride the hot hand. I'm 37, 37, and 1 on the season. 37 wins, 37 losses, and 1 push. This is a huge week for me to try to get above 500. I've been battling the last couple weeks, and I'm close. Here we go. Game number one. I'm taking Carolina. I'm taking the Panthers at minus 7 over the Falcons in Atlanta. I told you what's at stake for Carolina. They want the road through the playoffs, the, the road to the Super Bowl, they wanted to go through Carolina, and they're going to make it happen with a win over the Falcons, and they just whooped the Falcons a couple weeks ago. Carolina's not sitting there, guys, tomorrow. There's a question, can they do it in Week 17? Maybe. I don't think they should, but they might. I tell you what, they're not doing it on Sunday. I can guarantee you that. Carolina, minus seven. Uh, they will beat up on the Falcons once again. The Falcons are mathematically alive at 7-7, seven and seven, but there's just no way. They need too much uh, to happen around them uh, to go right. And really, I mean, the only shot they have is Minnesota losing out, right? I guess. It's just, it, look. I don't think Atlanta's getting in because they would need to beat Carolina. It's not going to happen. I'm taking the Panthers minus seven over the Falcons. Then I got the Patriots minus three and a half over the Jets in New York. That's right. The Patriots, a three and a half point favorite in this one uh, in New York. I got to take the Pats because, I I mean, I think they're going to win this game. I think they win it by at least six. The Jets played them tough the last time these two teams played. When it was in New England earlier this season, um, but it, I just, I look at the Jets, they got banged up the other night against Dallas. Patriots are already playing banged up. I'm going to be interested to see what the role of Steven Jackson is. They signed him this week. He's been at practice. He's a big dude. He's going to try and do what LeGarrette Blunt did, and you see what LeGarrette Blunt was able to do, use his big body, especially late in games, cold weather. Nobody wants to tackle you. Who's going to want to tackle Steven Jackson on Sunday in New York? Anybody? Late in that game? I don't think so. He's going to be used, I think. It's, and, and I'll be curious to see what type of impact he'll have. But if, even if he doesn't have an impact, you saw the impact that a guy like James White had for this Patriots offense last week. And, of course, the Patriots defense has been phenomenal all season long. I'm going to take the Patriots minus three and a half. And the New York Jets, who are still alive at nine and five, this should uh, end this season. It's a must win for the Jets because I think Pittsburgh's going to win. Um, I think Kansas City's going to win. And if Kansas City and Pittsburgh both win and the Jets lose, Pittsburgh and Kansas City cl both clinch a playoff spot and the Jets will be done. So the Patriots can clinch the one seed and eliminate the Jets. Even more motivation for the New England Patriots, who don't need any more motivation this season because of Deflategate. Patriots, minus three and a half. Then I got the Steelers, minus ten and a half over the Ravens in Baltimore. Again, Big Ben did not play the first time these two teams met. Big Ben is going to put up big numbers in this game. Pittsburgh, a ten and a half point favorite in Baltimore. The Steelers, 
are going to roll on the Ravens. Steelers, minus 10 and a half. Then I have the Arizona Cardinals, minus four and a half over the Packers in Arizona. It's a home game for the Cardinals, and uh, they want to get that first round by. They can get it with a win in this one. So I'm going to go with Arizona, a four and a half point favorite. They're going to beat the Packers, and they should beat them by at least six or seven points. The Cardinals, minus four and a half over the Packers in Arizona. And then, finally, my fifth and final pick of Week 16. I'm going with the Denver Broncos. I told you they'd win this game, and I told you they would cover as well. A three-and-a-half point favorite is Denver. I think their defense will force A.J. McCarron to make some mistakes. Uh, this is going to be a different beast that McCarron is facing in this game defensively. So, uh, And it's in Denver on top of that. And the Denver Broncos, who have not clinched the playoff spot yet, they can do so uh, possibly in this game if they win and the Jets lose to the Patriots like I think will happen. And guess what? Um, you know, the Denver Broncos, regardless of their quarterback situation right now, what's going to happen, they're going to put Brock Osweiler in this weekend. They say Peyton Manning will not dress again. But moving forward, if Denver clinches Osweiler, regardless, Denver's still going to be a, a tough team because they got a good defense. And if they have a good defense and they can somehow, you know, they're going to have a home playoff game, at least one. You know, we'll, we'll see if they can get two, but they're at least going to have one home playoff game. And uh, they can prevent, as well, they can prevent Cincinnati from getting the first round by if Denver can, can beat the Bengals. And I think they will. So I'll take the Broncos minus three and a half. So there are my picks for week 16. Carolina, minus seven. New England, minus three and a half. Pittsburgh, minus ten and a half. Arizona, minus four and a half. Denver, minus three and a half. I usually give them on Friday, but this week, giving them on Wednesday. And next week, it's going to be the same deal. Another shortened week here in the holiday season. Uh, I'm going to wrap up the show with this. This is pretty funny. Bill Belichick singing. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. I got to say, this is put together very nicely uh, by the crew at Fox Sports. This is where I'm getting this. Uh, I was laughing when I heard it. You'll laugh when you hear it too. Bill Belichick singing, Have yourself a merry little Christmas put together by Fox Sports. Um, from everybody here at Beantown Athletics, this is the Danny Picard Show wishing you a Merry Christmas. Get this show whenever you want at dannypicard.com. Also on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, anywhere you can get a podcast, you can subscribe to this show. Follow me on Twitter, on Facebook, all forms of social media. Uh, I'll be back on Monday to react to everything that happened in Week 16 in the NFL and anything else that happened in the world of sports. I'm out. Merry Christmas. Talk to you Monday. Uh, yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, our trouble will be out of sight. And have yourself a merry little. Christmas. Now, <laughs> no problem. I don't know then.